you know, uh, certain religious groups were like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's the devil's work. It's the devil. You know? So we're going to yeah. have ourselves a good old fashioned book burden. Hello and welcome to another Dead Pixel, a podcast about games, entertainment, sometimes anime, life, a little bit of everything in between. I'm your host, Joe, and with me, the man who's teaching himself, Navi Braille, Nick. <laughs> How's it going, Nick? <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. Uh, I've, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, the, the trick with Navi Braille is that, um, you know, when you get to any sentence end, you have to scream <gasps> just like really loud. Um, and it's, uh, so it's hard to practice, uh, at least to really practice. I like to go to a coffee shop and practice it, but people... They just kind of, they just kind of look at me kind of funny, and uh, I mean, I did it. I was doing it the other the other day, uh, and this old lady like spilled her coffee um, all over herself and burned herself pretty bad. Um, that was the noise you were looking for uh, at the end of the sentence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. She she burned herself pretty bad, and then I had to leave because uh, I think someone was talking about calling the police, something like that. Um, so I can't go back to the can't go to the get back to the coffee shop on Smith and Eighth uh, for a while, um, but other than that, I'm doing good. Um, I, uh, yeah, it's um, it's a weird world we live in. Yes, well, uh, I'm glad things are going well for you. Other than uh, you having to run away for um, you know for you know, attempted aggravated assault, maybe uh. <laughs> aggravated attempted assault, attempted aggravated. I don't know, but yeah, aggravation, and right, temptation. So yeah, um, other than that, um, you know, not that anyone really is probably ever going to care about it at all, but uh, I'm, I think I'm going to shave my beard. I'm gonna shave my beard and my mustache. Going to go back to the old, clean shaven look. Um, so next time you see me on this podcast, I will probably be clean shaven. Baby Nick is back. All right. Uh, yep. Give them something to look forward to. Maybe and Nick is back. Yeah. All right. We'll be New back. New changes. Uh, other than that, how's you know how's the last couple of weeks been for you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Been playing more games, more old games. So I'll talk about that a little later. Uh, but unfortunately, having to miss out on a, quite a bit of anime. Um, I've still been watching a little bit of things, but I don't know why it is. But it's kind of just either or. Either I'm in the mood to. I have been watching some more live action stuff though, because there's been some good stuff that's come out, which I'll also talk about later in this podcast. But um, man, playing some old games and just been in the mood to play some games recently. So that's been good for this podcast, uh, I guess. And uh, yeah, we'll just uh, we'll just see how that goes. But how how are you, Joe? How are you doing? Uh, flipping tired, man. I've had. Uh two sick kids the last couple weeks that um they're they're good now but it, it was touch you know like my eldest was getting some pretty high fevers um and it was like up and down roller coasters so uh finally got them squared away and then I, of course i got sick afterwards uh and it's just the exhaustion and just dealing with it so uh yeah uh luckily my wife kind of just she kind of got got away scot-free as far as illness goes but she got to deal with all of us whining about being sick. Mm -hmm. So, you know, 
uh she had her own troubles uh but yeah no we're we're all good now uh but unfortunately that did eat away at a lot of my time so uh i did get to play uh, a few games and i've pretty much missed out on any tv watching or anything like that for the most part so uh, outside of a bunch of kids shows uh anything to keep them smiling right so uh but yeah don't worry i won't go about go in on those ones uh yeah right now everyone's doing fine i'm on the mend uh you know and i guess it's the best thing the best time to be on the mend right now so uh yeah outside of that uh let's see uh we have a quite a bit of news here uh so why don't you go into it nick yeah all the news is uh i don't know to me it's just been so slow um uh, overall there's really not any scandals i guess going on uh like there were right. last year <laughs> i guess that's a good thing i guess uh but anyway uh so it's just still been sort of like okay that happened and that happened um i kind of quit listening to video game podcasts uh because i didn't want my own opinions to be tainted but i might go back and listen to some older uh, podcasts or maybe uh, pick back up on some of the ones I used to listen to just to kind of, just kind of get a, a feel for how other professional outlets are interpreting news. Maybe I can, uh, look at things a little bit differently the way that they do, um, to bring all y'all better quality news. But anyway, so first up, um, I just pulled this story, kind of a mixture of three stories. Um, about Hogwarts Legacy. So Warner says that they are pleased with the performance of Hogwarts Legacy. And I, I can see why um, they have sold 12 million copies in two weeks. And then also there is a re report that there is a TV show in development on Hogwarts Legacy for HBO Max. Um, that last one kind of makes quite a bit of sense because a lot of Warner stuff like their DC stuff has been on HBO. They've kind of, um, they've kind of made partners with, with HBO in general. Uh, so it, it makes sense that, that they would be doing something with, with, uh, Harry Potter. Cause they have that as a, as an IP, um, 12 million copies is good. That's definitely nothing to sneeze at. The only thing that, that, might not necessarily mean is good. English is hard. The only reason that why that might not, not be a good thing is that if they spent a ton of money making Hogwarts legacy, I don't know how much they actually spent. Um, but if you spend uh, a ton of money to make a game, it doesn't really matter how much you actually sell within a certain amount because you're still losing money on it. But they said they're pleased. So, and 12 million copies is, is a lot of copies. So they're probably under, um, uh, under that budget um, or over that budget and how much they've made. So that's, that's good, I guess. Um, but yeah, so Hogwarts has been a success, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, the, the PC version, I thought I came out with some slight issues, but I know D uh, digital foundry uh, has a review up on it. Uh, technical review. So that's uh, that, you know, they kind of had a neutral stance on, 
you know, the whole, you know, picking sides, their whole point was we didn't actually get a code in time. So we're not doing a review, uh, uh, you know, per se, like a traditional review, but they'll still do their tech review. Like once we get it and we'll look at it. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's people all, you know, a hot button topic of, you know, support or not to support. And uh, yeah, it's, you know, I c- apparently, you know, it looks good. That's, that's about all I could say. And as far as like, making a, an HBO series, I mean, the original uh, books, they, you know, when you have a long running book franchise like that, you know, having a good TV series generally makes more sense if you can actually complete it uh, instead of just having a movie series. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, ima- imagine, imagine the Harry Potter series as a TV show, you know, mm-hmm. on, on HBO. That that could have been pretty dang good. Um, it might have been just ho hum too. There may not have been enough money to to put uh, that much into special effects, but at least we would have gotten, we would have more likely gotten, uh, you know, story beats, you know, that matched up with the book a bit better than the movies could do. But you never know; they might do that again. But um, Oh, give it five or give it five to ten years, and they'll have to reboot it. So it's fine. They have to, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you know, you're talking about the, you know, to support or not to support the, the people, you know, kind of on 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 both sides of that argument and stuff. Um, I, I kind of wonder if a little bit of the Streisand effect took hold here. Uh, are you familiar with that? Uh, not by that term. So what do you got? So, uh, maybe you've heard it by the Barbara Streisand effect. So basically I, I, I don't, I thought you said stress and actually, oh, no, no, so. no. Streisand, like, uh, everyone's favorite singer and actress. Right. So basically for anybody that isn't familiar with it, um, it's, it has a backstory, but basically the Streisand effect is, by talking about something that you don't like, you actually make it more famous. So I kind of wonder if all of the stuff that was going on about don't buy the game, boycott the game, blah, blah, actually backfired and people saw saw that stuff and go and went, oh, yeah, Hogwarts Legacy is coming out. I'm going to go buy it. <laughs> um, it's kind of they're kind of just making an ad for the game uh, in, in, a, in a way. I just wonder if maybe that had an effect. Well, I honestly think that um, a lot of a lot of just basic fans of franchises uh, in general don't realize what goes in, what goes on behind the scenes, what goes with the studios that make him or the uh, the creators themselves. Yeah. So they don't I mean, the I feel like the average person uh, who likes Harry Potter probably actually doesn't actually care or know much about uh you know jk rowling's like instagram or like you know social media posts so they don't actually know the controversy uh you know i know my my you know like the older uh, my in-laws and stuff like that they would um the only thing they would know is when harry potter first came out and how like you know uh certain religious groups were like oh yeah it's you know it's the devil's work it's the devil you know? so We're gonna yeah. have ourselves a good old-fashioned book burden <laughs> bobby boucher it's the devil <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's, you know, that's probably the extent of the knowledge they know about any like uproar. They wouldn't know anything about, you know, uh, if it's not, if it's not mainstream enough to go on the actual news, mm. uh, you know, you know, the five o'clock or whatever news, they wouldn't actually know anything about it. Yeah. So, uh, and that's what I think a lot of people, you know, just even video games in general, they're like, yeah, there might be, 
there might be a news uh, something uproar about something and then give it a couple months everyone will forget about it and when the thing comes out they're like oh yeah this thing came out cool and then you know so the average joe gamer uh just probably doesn't care they're you're like, talking I like about Harry yourself yeah. <laughs> uh you know with a regular job average white suburbanite slob uh yay good good old dennis leary uh yeah yeah i forgot about it yeah so no that's that's honestly the that's, i think that's the honest case is uh probably you know, yeah. people, people, just don't you know care. people are saying hey you know there there are people making these games who are trying hard to do it to to make things good and you know they're you know by boycotting it you're affecting them not necessarily you know it's but then every, you know there's a there's the creator who gets royalties so you know but what are you supposed to when you're working for a company and your company's like we're going to make something for a person who you may not agree with are you just going to up and quit? I mean, you have responsibilities as an adult, so, you know, maybe a family to take care of. You can't just be like, yeah, I don't like this project we're on. Yeah. I'm just going to up and quit. And in a, in an, especially in a, a job market uh, where, you know, and in a field that if I quit this, you know, a major company, how likely will I be able to find work at a different company, you know, and then yeah. where I don't have to pick up and move. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we'll there's see. there's a there's a, a QA tester sitting in the back room at Warner Brothers Video Game Studio, whatever, and somebody comes in and says, "Did you know that J.K. Rowling is a transphobe?" And they're just like, "Dude, I got to make rent. <laughs> I, I, I can't care about this. <laughs> like I like that's up for somebody else to decide. There's already and even the suits at the top are like, well, we wish you wouldn't tweet that stuff, but." You know, I mean, it's every almost every major corporation owns other companies. So, like, you know, it's like if you if you work for Walmart, you know, there's someone up on up on the top who's obviously going to be a scumbag, but you can't necessarily be like, I gotta quit this, you know, whatever, like, to because of that scumbag. So, I don't. Know. Yeah. It's um, so yeah, it's a tough it's a tough spot to be in. Um, I I sure as hell don't have a time for an open world Harry Potter game. Uh, but yeah, uh, it looks it looks nice. It, it looks really pretty. But I will probably uh, I will probably make my purchase of it um, in March. Uh, so I might have played a little bit of it by the time we talk again. But um, yeah, lies. I, I've heard this one before. Lies. You have heard these lies before, and you'll hear them again. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Like I was hyped for it. I was sort of hyped for it, and uh, then you know. I saw, saw some reviews and it seems all right. And I don't know. It, it's a pretty looking game. I'm sure it's going to look great on my on my TV and my PlayStation 5 and all that stuff. And I, I want more PS5 games. I want to continue to build my library. But, um, you know, it's also like, eh, I'll wait. But what you need to do is put that money towards getting yourself a PSVR 2 that just came out. So, yeah. Perfect segue. <laughs> yes uh so yeah that just came out on the 22nd uh so uh literally just a couple days ago officially launched we got uh it's i believe it's 549.99 for the uh basic headset and then essentially 599 so 600 bucks for the uh bundle with uh horizon and so yeah, that's uh for all the reviews look like it's a really strong piece of tech uh it's really cool uh, the only qu question is the longevity of the system because a lot of people are worried um, Sony has a hard time following uh, through with some of their extra things. Uh, they kind of 
how they kind of didn't make this the most loud and proud moment. They're only selling it through their Sony's website, uh, or at least initially. Uh, so they're just making it very awkward. Um, and yeah, we'll see how this pla- plays out. Uh, I would really like one. Uh, the only reason why I didn't get one right away is because they decided to cut the uh, the PS uh, VR one library because originally like, yeah, it's going to be backwards compatible. And then they're like, nope. And so I'm like, well, that completely um, stopped me from like that took 60%, 80% of my, the wind out of my sails. I'm like, ah, all right, I'll just sit around and see because I waited until the uh, the first headset the came out with their version too. Uh, they came out with a little bit better, uh, you know, breakaway box that passed that did HDR pass through. They had the um, the headset had like a different cable, so it doesn't have the volume on on the tether, uh, but the actual volume in the actual headset, uh, stuff like that. There was a couple nice new tweaks to the uh, version too, uh, but I also waited until to get my PS4 until the Pro came out. Uh, yeah. All thanks to you, because I had it all shipped to your place in Hawaii. <laughs> and instead of having to pay for shipping, I went ahead and just brought empty suitcases and loaded those up. And like, yep, I'm bringing this back to uh, and, I'm bringing it back to Japan. And years later, you were able to turn to return the favor with the PS5 to me. So I definitely yep. uh, it's come it's come full circle. Um, yeah, for sure. So yeah, so it seems to me like Sony is selling their investment. Um, before it's ready to be sold um, with this, like they're trying to make money off of, you know, I, I know backwards compatibility is not as easy as it seems. Uh, at least it didn't used to be. I, I think now it's a lot easier cause it's all just PC games and stuff like that. I think that they could have within reason made PSVR two backwards compatible with PSVR one stuff. And I think that, they really needed to do that because this this system is it, it with VR, you know, it needs every single good thing that it can get. And you know, they're putting it out in February um where it doesn't have a lot of competition, which is good, but it also doesn't have a lot of fanfare. Everyone's still recovering from all the money they spent on christmas um so it's a little bit of an awkward time it just all these things just kind of add up and you kind of look at it and you go you're kind of sending it out there to die i don't i wasn't really paying attention whenever psvr1 came out maybe it came out under similar circumstances and it did okay or whatever the very fact that we have a psvr2 to me at all says that they had some success with with psvr1 um, enough to merit, you know, making another one, but you know, I, I want more fanfare out of it. I want more fanfare and I want a lot of value. I want to, to really scratch my head and go, you know, is Sony even making money off, off of this? Uh, because they're giving me so much value because it's, it's going to take that to get, to get this system that people don't really need into their living rooms. You, you're going to have to go, hey, you're going to get all these old games. You're going to get all the new games. You're going to get, you know, we're, we're, we're doing a bunch of cool new games, a bunch of killer apps, and we're hyping it up and we're having it, you know, we're giving, giving you all this stuff and making it look cool and stuff like that. And it just, it just doesn't feel like that to me. And it just makes me kind of 
kind of sad, honestly. Yeah, so there are a few games, I believe, that are um, you know able to be a free upgrade. But I know things like uh, Tetris Effect, uh, they're charging like a ten dollar, uh, you know, to buy the the VR two version. You know, I'm fine with that. You know, there there is money to go into making, um, you know, making things you know compatible. Not everything should be entitled and free, especially with uh, having paid like last gen prices and everything else had been had the minimum going up at least ten bucks uh, for the new you know console. Yeah. But I can I can reconcile with a small upcharge. Uh, you know, at least you're you know you're discounting for those who've already committed once before and you're going to get a much nicer uh, fidelity, especially with the new headset and everything like that. And uh, the experience will just be better. So with the new, with the new gear. Uh, but yeah, uh, everything that I've seen about the, uh, this new headset just seems phenomenal. Uh, it's a really good entry point for those who want to. And, you know, they have real legit controls opposed to using, PS3 move controls, which those things, uh, they, they did the job. And uh, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> I mean, so. it, it allowed them to make it in the first place. I I, I just, uh, I mean, I, I think this is just a, a bet. It's just a gamble for Sony. They're just like, well, you know, we're not going to, we're going to really try not to lose money on this because we really just don't know if it's going to take off at all. So we're going to put it out and, we're pretty sure we can break even, and if it and if it works out, then we'll then great, we'll start putting more money in it. But if it's not, then we're definitely not going to lose money on it. And I just, I just think that's kind of cowardly. Um, you know, they have a lot of really successful things going on uh, with 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 the PlayStation, and I think that having a flub that costs them money but gains them a lot of um, of consumer confidence uh, would go a long way. Even if they're like that, let's say they make a big gamble on this and they give away a bunch of stuff and they kind of lose money on it. But everybody at all the outlets and all the gamer scuttlebutt is like, you know, they really tried and they did us a solid and yeah, it didn't sell well, but, but they really tried to make it um, and they're not going to make another one because it didn't sell, but they really tried and so now we feel better about our PS5, PS6, PS whatever purchases going forward because um, because we know that they 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 wanted to try to bring value to the customer. But you know, well, I, they're I, also coming from a thinking. position of power though, where they don't feel like they have to bend over backwards to service uh, the gamer because they were winning, quote unquote, last generation. They're really and... winning this one too. I mean, yeah, well, so, on attach rate, so because but... because of that, they were like, well, you know, we don't have to try as hard. And that's when, you know, people like um, Microsoft having to win the hearts and minds are going the extra mile to, uh, you know, be good to the customer. Uh, that's where that's why Game Pass is still a phenomenal deal, stuff like that. And uh, it's, you know, they provide a better service, you know, one would say, um, than playstation is currently doing so uh, maybe if uh playstation gets taken down a peg then they'll have to be like well we need to try harder to make our fans happy uh so yeah it's kind of when they get on, when any company gets on top they let it go to their heads uh they, they tend to forget about the the, the little guys who made yeah. them what they are and 
and then they'll you know this it literally just repeats itself so yeah it, uh, it always seems to go that way but but if they'll they'll be lucky if um the governments block the xbox activision deal um if if that does not that does not go through then that will be a big bullet dodged by sony because um i just i just see like i mean the future you never know what the future's going to bring and somebody is coming to take your lunch you know um so yeah but i yeah. I, I don't know i hope i can afford psvr2 in the near future but that remains to be seen yeah uh i like i said eventually i'm hoping relatively soon they'll come up with the uh a five pro or at least a five with a two terabyte, you know, internal right out the gate. Uh, and then I'll go ahead and I'll probably pick that up at the time, you know, possibly one with a better, I just, I'm not the biggest fan of, I, I like the PS five look as a concept, It's huge, but as a practical thing. Yeah. I I'm, I'm loving the, the industrial boxiness of my, um, series x right now that is it's, definitely you know, the better design i mean I, I didn't think that when it came out i was like oh the ps5 looks cool and stuff like that but then i heard about it and then i i got it in my house and it's like well this thing has to have its own stand pretty much it, it, it's it's just and it's white so any light that's coming off of your tv is shining off of that thing completely well you can get uh it, you know you can finally get a panel change it's like i don't want to open up my ps5 my 600 dollar whatever investment and f fiddle with that stuff like it's i'm, I'm with you, you want there. to fiddle with your investment you, you go ahead and build yourself a a new gaming rig just right? build another yeah. pc like there i already have I already have a hobby for that. That cost me thousands of dollars. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, for sure. But uh, also, PlayStation just recently had their uh, their state of play, and you, we both didn't think there was a lot there that we really personally cared about. But you, you found, you know, you mentioned a few things. So. Yeah, just uh, that yeah. I just saw that five VR games got announced. Um, I'm not gonna say what they are here. Uh, but, uh, that's, that's a good, that's a good smattering of games nothing that looks like it's going to be like the next halo or whatever, but, um, but it's good that they're, they're throwing out a, a lot of games and, and trying to support that. Um, so that's kind of just something to tag on to the end of our PSVR talk. Um, as far as the rest of the state of play, I skimmed through what was going on and nothing too exciting for me. Uh, I, I, I didn't watch it. I gotta be honest, but I, don't there's there's no games coming out that I've heard of that I'm really excited about uh, that would be coming out right now. Um, so I didn't see anything in there either that was, was blowing my socks off. So kind of just a ho hum state of play. Maybe the next one will be will be better. All right. Um. Yeah. Then. Uh. Let's see. Outside of that. Uh, you have in here something about Angry Birds. So yeah. what's going on with that? Yeah. Uh, so we all played Angry Birds, right? When that came out 10 years ago, 15 say, years ago. Know, a, lot, a, lot of kids, <laughs> a lot of kids don't know like this. Like, you mean that cartoon show? <laughs> yeah. So, so Angry Birds, uh, Rovio is the studio that makes Angry Birds. And uh, they, um, I guess they made a lot of money off of it or whatever. But they have decided to delist Angry Birds from the App Store once again. Um, I didn't know they'd done it before. At least maybe I did. I don't know. 
but they've decided to delist it from the app store um, for a couple whatever reasons, but the main one being that it negatively impacts their other games. So I did that. So that's kind of what I'm kind of talk. That's kind of why I brought this, this uh, story up because it seems kind of strange to me. Like your most famous biggest game negatively impacts your other games. Uh, I guess they mean like it keeps people from buying their other games to me. That's totally backwards. It's like you have this one game that is amazing that everybody loves um, that makes you all kinds of money. You keep that out front and then, yeah, other people are going to mostly, people are going to mostly buy that game and then like 50%, 25% of the people who play that game are going to go, oh, I wonder if they have any other cool games and they're going to go look at your other games and they're going to play those games and those other games that are not Angry Birds are not going to do as well because they're not angry birds and they're not they're like they just don't have the same they're just not as good or whatever whatever but that's fine because they're still making money but angry birds is also making money i don't know why you delist angry birds and make angry birds stop making money so that your games that no one was playing anyway people will hear about even less because they're not being exposed i don't know joe what do you think yeah, uh, it's one of those, you know, depends on what they, you know, how they determine uh, negatively impacts. Uh, I mean, it, they made movies about Angry Bird. Like, I, it is an icon for them. So, unless if it is overshadowing everything else and everyone just can't look at past that, like, that's that Angry Bird developer. Uh, it's like being typecast, I suppose. Like, oh, you, you're a comedian and you want to do a serious role. Well, we don't care because you got to do that comedy thing. You know, yeah. with a stick, do, do the thing. You got to do the thing. And so uh, maybe that's that the mentality. Like, they want to break out and do something else. Um, and then all the app stores and everything like that will just always show Angry Birds on top. And just like, no one's going to give you know, two cents about anything else. Uh, but yeah, not sure. I mean, I even... Even as a free to play, they still made bank, you know. So I, yeah, I mean that game was freaking huge. If uh, I, I, still, I still kind of remember the music, the music in my brain, uh, from you know from yeah. like two thousand and one or two or twenty eleven. You know, it's like I remember everyone had the the you know game on their phone at least at one point. So yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was very strange, and I would like someone who knows more to explain that to me because it's very weird. All right. Uh, then the last bit of news, uh, a little somber. Uh, so Leiji Matsumoto, uh, the uh, creator of you know, Captain Harlock, uh, Interstellar, uh, you know, Five Five Five, which you know, Def or Five 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 Five, Galaxy Express Nine Nine Nine, you know, uh, unfortunately he passed away at the age of eighty five, and due to acute heart failure. Uh, yeah, first one of the first major uh, animes to come over to the states was uh, you know Battleship Yamato, and or Star Blazer. I think it was when it got in the U.S. title because uh, no, you know, it might Star be sounds- it, it, that might be backwards actually because that came out around the same time that Star Wars was really big, and they I remember I just remember hearing about this that anything that was named Star. George Lucas was going after with his legal team, like really hardcore. So it might've been star blazer over 
over there, or maybe they, I don't, I don't know, but I remember I there was, there was it, some no, it's, issue it's with that name. Yamato over there. Yamato is 1000% the name over there. Okay. Um, Star Blazer was, I'm, was the, like when they brought it over to theaters, cause it's a space ass theme. I understand Luke is probably trying to hunt everything down, but yeah. that is, um, maybe they yeah, just tried to sure. crush it, but okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, b- very famous, uh, guy, uh, monolithic figure in anime in general, which this, podcast has also talked about um so yeah it's really sad but i mean he lived to a ripe old age of 85 born in 1938 uh so he would have been a a pretty young 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 boy during uh, world war ii um but lived through that which was not easy to do yeah as as a japanese person a a lot of people were starving back then um, but made it through and lived to 2023 pretty wild yeah uh and so you know uh it's just one of those things that like if you don't know any of his works because it's slightly older i mean uh it's it's one of those things that it's uh they most definitely you know like helped pave the way for the industry in a lot of a lot of ways uh the uh, the animation style, I still absolutely love the character designs. Good stuff. And so, yeah, uh, and for, uh, you know, when uh, Interstellar 5555 came out, I re- actually remember seeing this at, I walked in, I was living in Japan at the time as a foreign exchange student. And I had, I don't know, it's been like three or four months now since when I was there. And then I walked into a Virgin uh, record store and I looked into, they just had different, you know, different TVs up, play different music videos. Um, and I remember the three videos I ended up seeing being like, what the hell was they, I, Shrek had come out. Uh, so they had the Smash Mouth uh, cover of um, uh, All Star. Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. You know, it's like just, I was not expecting Smash Mouth to be on the, you know, like, all right, that's. Uh, and it was like semi-animated and i'm like and then they had next to it they had gorillas uh clean eastwood and i'm like wait is this is this a u.s band i like i was really confused i had no idea who they were and i'm like but this art style looks really good but doesn't it looks too different i'm like i was i was also very confused on that and then i saw uh you know i hadn't heard of daft punk at the time and i'm like this music's great but this is so this is most definitely the dude who did galaxy express 999 i'm like i have no idea what i'm watching <laughs> it's just like a giant fever dream uh it wasn't until i think it was 2000 so i think that was like that was 2001 when i was there for uh yeah 2001 2002 is when i was when i was in japan and it wasn't until something like uh 08 09 no i think it was 08 that i actually just i was at a, a blockbuster of all places and they had it playing on the uh, the tv there and i'm like i pointed to the dude, I'm like, what is that and i'm like and it was just like you know uh, he he mentioned it's like yeah it's uh daft punk blah, blah blah i'm like okay so i was able to finally find it like you know something like you know seven years later so but no it's uh you know, it's the entire music video, you know, his character work, art design, you know, like that's, that's all his style. And yeah, it's uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, luckily he was uh, of, of an older age and, you know, his, yeah, uh, most definitely a rest in peace on that note. And uh, he influenced a lot of other great artists afterwards too. So 
Yeah, I miss his uh, his style. That was that was some good stuff. All right. Uh, well, on that note, let's just uh, let's transition over to what we've been playing. Uh, I know you've been saying uh, you've been playing some older games, so I was just curious. Uh, older? How? How much older? Not much older. Um, more like games that I've talked about before. <laughs> Uh, or that have come out a while ago. Um, so I started playing, I, I played a couple more hours of uh, God of War 2. Um, I don't know where I'm at in that game. I think I'm like in the back half. Um, but I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I need to play a different game um, because the sequel is coming out soon. So I started to play Breath of the Wild again. And I probably put another 15 or 20 hours in that game. I'm starting to come around to your opinion on it, I think, a little bit more. Out of, from 1 to 10, what rating do you give Breath of the Wild? I forgot. Um, I'd probably give it a... For me, personally, I'd probably give it a 6. Okay. Uh, like, it's one of those things that I think it's... Now, if I'm looking at it as if I rate it amongst other Zelda games, it's far it's far higher. But if I'm rating it just on open world games as, a, as in a, compared to other con- consoles, other systems, that's what, and my personal experience. Uh, I I beat that game. I completed all the um, the dungeons or whatever you want to call them, the trials. I the only thing I didn't do was collect all the horses, and I didn't collect all the Korok seeds. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure I did everything else. Um. And just because at a certain point I was just I I hate played that game just to complete it. Like I really looked for all the like there has to be more fun here. And I just I mean now if I played it as a sandbox goofy game, like I'm just gonna, you know, uh wander in the world just to, for the, the sake of wandering in the world, uh that would be different. But I did not just goof around. I was like I I was trying to do objectives, I was trying to do I was trying to find the fun in there, and I just couldn't do it. Uh, so, I mean, it's not a bad game, uh, but it's there's there's a lot lacking. So, I was in the end, I was just not happy with it. And I realized it could just be the fact that I'm no longer a, a Zelda fan. You know that that actually may be the case. I really like to play. I've still replayed some of the older ones. I really enjoyed my time with you know those, but uh, just this one was not didn't do it for me. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I am, I don't know, like this game, it is really compelling. It is, it is a game that I find hard to put down. Um, it is a game that I'm also bored with uh, for small stretches where I'm like climbing a hill or climbing a cliff or something or walking and I have no idea where I'm going, but, um, I don't know. I, the game is really, it's really compelling and it's really well designed. It's a, it's a, it's a bad idea on a lot of that weapon breaking, you know, weapon, uh, fragility stuff. Um, that is executed perfectly. It's it's the perfect example of like this is a bad idea, and you, they just executed it perfectly. And so it's still it's like okay, um, that it, like the game is. I think the game is really good. I think it is really really good. I think it's very well designed. 
I think that it's um, it's cool. It's it's interesting. It's just fun to play. It feels good. the The aesthetic is still looks good, even now. You know, six five six years later. Um. So to me, I would give it a lot higher than a six, but I think that I think that it's too irritating. It's it's just irritating. The game is just irritating sometimes, um, but I, I think it's too irritating to be anything anything higher than an eight. I would listen to I would listen to someone's argument on it being a nine, um, from what I've seen so far. But but it's just it's a little too directionless. There's you know they give you stuff to do and stuff like that, and you're but there's so much of the time you're just wandering around the world, which is super fun by itself but it's also just like i just don't i have no idea how much of this game i have left i have no idea how much i've played of this game i i think there's probably a time clock somewhere in this but like i don't know like i have like i gotta beat the beasts and then i gotta beat ganon but do i have to do how much more stuff do i have to do in, in the in-between i've discovered a lot you of, don't have to do any of that you can go straight to the castle dude i know that's um, that's but it just makes like, the final boss that much harder if you're good but i'm not a good i'm not talented game player so like i don't know how much i'm gonna actually have to do to you know get this stuff done which i appreciate yeah you can go straight from wherever you were to straight to the castle or whatever and and, and do it cool yeah i found i found it to be i agree with your directionless uh i think I think the combat's not that stellar at all. I I feel that, you know the fact that they you know like a lot of people argue you know this point as well. So it's not a new nothing new, but the master sword breaks. I mean, yes, it doesn't go away. It'll fix itself after a bit. But I'm like, that's silly. Um, I the fact that the puzzles are very bland. Like the old yeah the old games have really clever puzzles. Uh, this one is just more bit it just it felt busy like busy work almost the entire time through the game i would go to point a to point b i felt like there was there was very few things that i felt like accomplished like oh wow cool i did this thing it yeah. made me feel like once again i might i probably i know i'm the outlier M multiple people work is like then they, who are not big gamers they're like this is the best game hands down i've ever played yeah. um and one of my buddies was like this game is they actually played genshin impact first and they're like compared to that this game is trash but then they came back to it later on after not playing genshin impact for a long time and they're like okay maybe this game isn't as bad as i thought but it's still it's funny uh, lacking a lot of stuff it's funny that you should mention genshin impact because i finally downloaded genshin impact <laughs> and i started that was the, that was the third game i was going to talk about <laughs> so we could segue over to that so yeah, like you know, I, I so I started playing Genshin Impact. I broke. I've been I've been thinking about it for a while. I've heard, hey, it's good. It's just you know, it's just uh you know the the gotcha stuff is annoying. But I downloaded it on my phone, and I downloaded it on my on my PlayStation. And uh, being able to switch back and forth between phone and PlayStation is pretty cool. Um, and uh, you know, I played a couple hours of it, and it's. It is a really good game. I mean, it's not it's not going to blow your socks off. It's more of a mobile game, um, but it's like the best mobile game I think I've ever played uh, as far as like an action game that actually has pretty dang good functionality. And it actually made me go, hey, 
I kind of want to buy a iPhone, you know, controller, uh, which they make a pretty good one now for a hundred bucks. So I might buy that in the future in order to play this game. Maybe not. I don't know. Just, just buy the just buy the clamp that hooks onto your PlayStation controller that holds your phone. I don't want to do that. I just I don't want to do that. But anyway, You're, what are you gonna do? Look, put your phone on your lap and just and use the control. Like I mean, are you talking about one of the um the inserts, the actual ones that clip on? Just you yeah. might as well just you know. It's like so. You, so you have a cell phone that looks like the Switch. Basically, that's um, what that's what people have said. It's like in the reviews. It's like it's basically turns your phone into a Switch. And I'm like, okay, that's that's kind of cool. The only thing is that it doesn't work with cases and stuff. But you know, that's that's whatever. I can I can just deal. And I'm I, I may or may not. You could be putting towards your VR too. I'm just saying. Dang it, you're right. That's 170 bucks that <laughs> that I that I could be putting toward. You know, with that and Hogwarts, I could be putting toward my VR too. But anyway, so like. Uh, it's so the only reason I, I probably wouldn't do that is because it does work really well to switch back and forth between the uh, the phone and the PlayStation. It's much more pleasant to play on the PlayStation, but it is it's not like it's not like a gaming game. It's not really a PlayStation game. It's almost kind of too easy on the PlayStation. They're a little too simple on the PlayStation. Um I think that there are a lot, there are a lot of things that they did with Genshin Impact that they took from that they stole directly from Breath of the Wild um, and made better. They kind of streamlined some of that stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't really care about all that like wandering around and adventure crap. We really want you to have a more full world, and every single like every five feet that you go, you have something to do and kill or whatever." And Breath of the Wild is is not like that, but switching back and forth between them, which I have done quite a bit in the past two weeks, I can say that Breath of the Wild is definitely a better made game as far as gameplay is concerned. You would be pretty stupid to think that the gameplay, the like auto shoot and auto aim bullshit in Genshin Impact is as good as the gameplay in Breath of the Wild. Um, but, you know, but the other, but the other aspects of it are, you know, definitely, com definitely give Breath of the Wild a run for its money. And it just depends on what, on what you're into. If you're into a hardcore game, then I would say Breath of the Wild is, is uh, going to be more up your alley, but you are going to have to sit down and play that game. Then again, you know, like, like you were saying, you know, like it, not being hardcore enough of a game for you. You know, when this when Breath of the Wild came out, you know, the Switch was hadn't even come out yet. It was like the first game on Switch. And for a while there it was even there was even more Breath of the Wild sales than there were Switch sales because Breath of the Wild was also on uh the the Wii U. But also you couldn't get switches at the time. Uh, switches are still really hard to find, so you people were buying copies in advance before they got the system. Yeah, but um, so but yeah. people were, but so people people were buying it. You know, it was selling really well. People didn't really know how to use the switch that well, and I think that what Nintendo was thinking is, we've got to make a game that you can do something in ten minutes, and turn on and then hit power on the switch and put it in your backpack and go to class. 
you know, you're going, you're getting on the train, you have a, a, a few minute train ride you can do, you get up that next hill and then you can just turn it off and you can get back on the train at the end of the day or at lunch or at whatever time. And then you can turn it on do something for five minutes and then turn it off. And it, and for that, it does work pretty well. You can accomplish a tiny little thing in about 10 or 15 minutes. Um, and that's, that's really cool. But, uh, but to a lot of hardcore gamers who are going to sit down and play it for six hours at a time, which I think you can do that too with it too, which is actually pretty amazing, but it's, I don't think it's really designed for that. And anyway, so I'm enjoying all those games. I'm kind of switching back and forth in between them. And, uh, I, I am, I'm really enjoying all of them. It's, it's great. Well, I mean, uh, thanks for that. Um, the hot, uh, 2020 Genshin impact, uh, update 2023 and, genshin impact is okay says nick i think and, it's i think it's actually your, really good and your updated review for uh 2017's uh famous nick's Breath of the wild old ass game corner yes super old <laughs> sort of old ass game corner all right so uh let's see uh i too have been playing something old but old as in just not the hottest fresh thing that's what i mean and that yeah. is uh yeah so i got around to playing Techlands, uh dying light 2 uh i actually really liked uh dying light 1 uh it was i got a chance to play with you know multiple friends and so for those who don't know it's essentially uh dying lights a uh first person parkour zombie action survival game uh you have <laughs> Uh, it's, you know, it's essentially uh, the equivalent of, you know, the, they make up a fake city and the zombie apocalypse happens and you're in quarantine or more or less in that, you know, you're stuck in this one area for one reason or another. Yeah. Uh, the first one was Haran, I believe it was, which was like a fic- fictitious um, uh, just city in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and they were able just to, you know, isolate them from the disease. And yeah, your guy is in there for, you know, essentially their version, like a different version of a UN uh, trying to infiltrate because you're, you know, trying to get to the bottom of what's going on. And uh, the story was meh. <laughs> it really was. But you, uh, it looked really good. Uh, and you got to, you know, being able to play with your friends was awesome. Uh, up to four players. Uh, completely killed the edge of uh, the fear of that game, but that game does something really good where the, during the day is is manageable, and at night it does really give you a good tense uh, feeling because that's when like they are the super zombies come out, you know, whatever you want to call them, uh, ones that are faster, stronger, uh, you know, that you know your normal current zombie fare. And cool idea, Dying Light. Yeah, so Dying Light One got a, they gave it mad support, like for years they continually gave free updates and all like it was it was crazy how much they supported that game post launch uh dying light 2 uh it took it was a little rocky start but uh you know they, they originally came out with the you know a few concepts and they had to scrap a few things but the the finished product is pretty solid uh i actually uh i've been really liking my time with it it's i'm still fairly early first like five hours of the game uh, but I don't know. It's just, it's, it's been, uh, quite fun for me to play this one and I'm doing this one solo. This one is also multiplayer. If you have, you know, have other people you want to meet up with, 
Uh, but no, I've just been doing this one solo, and it's uh, it it plays better uh, than the first one. I think it, they they learned they did all the right moves for the most part. They completely built off the first, and uh, you know the the leveling doesn't quite feel as good as the first game. Uh, they they have their own little quote unquote tech trees. You can kind of uh, choose have a little bit of customization of what you learn when you learn it. Uh, you'll gain experience for parkour, experience for combat, and there's a the tree branch. The branches just separate just a little bit to give you, like I said, just enough uh, to make it feel like you're actually progressing in your you know choosing your own stuff. But it's not really much of a choice. Um, so. Uh, that's the only like weak point I've had about it so far, but yeah, the story's fun and uh, it's it's just been a good time. I've but then I had to put that down because uh, the other game that just came out, uh, you know, and I wanted to get a hold of that, and that is Atomic Heart. Uh, so uh, Atomic Heart is has you know it's been they've been showing uh, like clips from this for years now, uh, and. Essentially, it's the how do I explain this? Uh, I think everyone's going to explain it the same way, though. It's you know because it's so obvious they've they were inspired by Bioshock, um, very much of the you know both Bioshock One and are uh, Infinite as well. So this is a alternate timeline like uh, Soviet you know era you know nineteen fifties. So it's, everything's like that retro futurism. Uh, look to it and you know everyone's uh it's kind of weird the 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 main character uh in list with the english voices that i'm using seems like he's really out of place you know everyone else talking about like comrade this and that and uh you know it's like it's they really do do a good job selling the atmosphere and then here he is just like cursing up a storm right in the beginning you're like and with a very harsh like a non-accent he's he's just a regular american dude but he's not supposed to be <laughs> it's just like i don't know who directed that and thought i was like yo that's that's a great idea to have him voiced and all his stuff i don't know it's just it feels very jarring uh you know but it's uh the the look of it feel and you know it's like so far it's, it's been really fun actually i've uh, I know some people are upset because it doesn't have the ray tracing it promised because that's one of the you know, early tech demos for ray tracing. They're like, yeah, it's supposed to have all these cool features and it's supposed to be the best thing. I'm like, even without that, it still looks really good. Um, now, it has, just like Bioshock, essentially you have this city built on the concept of science. Uh, you have you can learn things in an instant. And so just, um, I forgot what you call them in Bioshock now, but there was, uh, I think they're plasmids. So, you know, you have your faux magic equivalent. So in an instant, you can learn new magics, essentially. Shoot lightning, uh, you know, and do telekinesis and stuff like that. So, yeah, this game is very much, uh, a, it's just a, a shooter with uh, force powers, essentially. And that's fine. It's a, I like the aesthetic. I like the, set, the, the look of it. They had some really cool trailers in the beginning, which I've don't quite match up to the tone of this actual game but i honestly am i'm having good enough time with it that uh i would like to continue playing it i'm hoping it's not i'm i don't know how long it is at all i've only been able to play it for on it's only it only came out the other day and i've had maybe uh five six hours into it so far so it's good dude yeah it's 
Yeah, I, I mean, I imagine a more, game like that would be 20-ish hours. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, so, you know, it has, I don't know, just, I like the look. I like the atmosphere. I mean, people were getting upset because, you know, anything remotely having to do with Russia. But I'm like, this is not a propaganda piece you know this is most definitely not anything supportive this is more like a hey look this is a fake facade and watch it all crumble you know it's yeah uh, more, it's it, more tongue-in-cheek if anything maybe so. more of a critique of russia than anything else i don't know so yeah it's a, and like i'm not sure how how it's going to pan out but uh yeah it's it's good it's not like the greatest thing ever but it's like they took um wolfenstein's bj blaskowitz and then threw him in uh this you know the soviet setting so it's just his character is just so just jarring (laughs) i'm Mm. i don't know uh but it has that it kind of has that you know like that uh aesthetic kind of similar to wolfenstein where it's just like you know it's a retelling of you know a a timeline and has a neat uh their own neat twist on it sort of sort of haunting like the kind of medieval sort of feel haunting the um, soviet well it's it's more the uh the tech behind it because yeah. uh, a lot of the like wolfenstein 2 goes uh into like you know the normal streets as it were but you're taking the concepts of you know it's like the machine workings and they have these you know the these robots out in the field or out in the world and they have essentially it's very jarring because you see their face it's just like it's just the rubber face on a fully mobilized, you know, robot. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And in five years, we like, you know, these machines should, uh, you know, they should, you are supposed to be indistinguishable from people. So you won't even realize you're talking to a robot. You know, that's that, you know, that's kind of their, their future they're selling. Yeah. And so, yeah, your guy is very skeptical right out the gate. And I'm like, yeah, as, uh, you know, as your main character probably would be. Yeah. But once again, it just feels like your character does not belong in this setting. Um, so yeah, that aside, it's a fun shooter. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm having a good time with both these games. I unfortunately don't have enough time. You know, like I said, I've only had a few days this week to play, um, you know, after recovering and I still want to continue play more of, um, you know, tiny Tina. Uh, oh, like, yeah. I was having fun with that one too. So, you know, it's just my wife, my wife and I just pretty much had to stop playing while I was playing these games. So uh but yeah uh that's that, that's about all i've been playing right now so those two and hopefully i got a few more things in, in the works in the future but i want to eventually get around to things like uh god of war i mean i still have my ps4 it's not the best version of the game but i would still like to play it uh i'm not too worried about it i played through the first one on the ps4 and you know i'm playing on the pro so it's at least better than the original and yeah i mean we'll see yeah, again, oh, yeah. it's it's got good gameplay. So you know, if you could turn the settings down or whatever, it's still it may not look the best, but it uh, still plays. I would hope it still play play well and be fun. Yeah, for sure, man. All right, so I have not watched a whole lot of anything new or exciting, but you said you've been watching a few things. So what you've been watching? Yeah, I um, jumped on the hype train and started watching. The Last of Us on HBO Max. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to say anything new here, probably. I know. I mean, I never played the game. I, I have it now, and I do want to play it. Um, though, after watching this show, I might 
not because I already know kind of what happens in the game. I don't know. The game I've heard doesn't really want to be much of a game anyway. It, uh, it kind of wants to be a movie as it is. But uh, this TV show is quite good. Um, I think it's pretty much a shoe-in for the, the greatest video game adaptation um, in TV show or film ever made. Not that that's a very high bar, but I can't think of anything that would remotely compete with it. Even after episode one, it's like, yeah, this is this is probably the the best thing that's ever been made. Um, well, I mean, you got the source material is out of the park, though. So it's like that alone, you know, because I was going to say, you know, you still got well, Mortal Kombat to compete with. And that's look, still, a, you know, a masterpiece. I didn't I didn't play The Last of Us, but that 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 game a game wants to be a movie, right? I mean, like, am yes I... and no. I mean, I actually thought the gameplay was quite awesome with that game. I, I plat or uh, correction, I didn't platinum it. I did all the trophies for the um for the main campaign. Yeah, and then they had a they had quite a bit of trophies tied to multiplayer. And despite that multiplayer being different and everyone really liking that multiplayer, I really don't do multiplayer, so I skip just, those. Yeah. So I guess what I'm trying to say but, is like that game's focus was the story. That they they have an awesome studio over there, and they freaking you know made a really awesome gameplay game and stuff. But but the but the point of playing that game was the story, right? Like. So so it's you so, play, so you're it right. It had a like, great story. The gameplay was also pretty stellar. Yeah. I mean, that's I'll just I'll just leave it at that because So you're like right. I said, the, the, I, I, I've beaten that game multiple times. It's it's it was a worth it was a really awesome game. Uh had a great story. The the source you know, material, you're right. The, the the source material is like really fantastic. So they kind of just had to jump off of that, but but there's a lot of other games with pretty dang good source material that they've flubbed you know um pretty much everything else <laughs> you know like anything you ball did you ball I mean, yeah. the, House of the dead didn't really have really the greatest of source materials um but i mean you know. like like silent hill had really good source material albeit it, it was a little bit wonky and far as far as the dialogue but you can clean all that stuff up i actually thought the the silent hill the world building that they did for the silent hill movie the first one was pretty pretty great. Everything else was sort of, you know, whatever. But they could at least the, do a pretty good job putting you in that world. That first game is actually, I will go to the to the extent where the first game isn't actually that great story wise. Yeah. It's the atmosphere and it's the fact that at the time you played nothing like it and you just it was so weird and creepy because of that because of the weirdness because you just didn't know what the hell's going on. Um, How that translated you know, that, to movie? That is yeah, what made it more. Hard memorable uh but there the story was actually lackluster uh i thought the adaptation was uh as good as you could have asked for um i liked the first one never saw the second uh film so and that's actually that reboot's yeah. happening too that's supposed to have the same director yeah yeah that that they are doing uh another thing there yeah that with the, you know not to get off too much on silent hill um but uh, yeah, th there's just some plot holes in the in the storyline, which really kind of hampered the wait a second, what's really going on here? Anyway, about Last of Us, um, Pedro Pascal is really great. 
you know, leading man. Um, he's very believable. He's just a fantastic actor. They surround him with, with, with some good, some good people. I think the girl is, is all right. She is really close to being annoying. Um, but does a good job of not being annoying. How annoying was Ellie in the game? Um, I think remember. as a whole, she wasn't that annoying, but she had her moments. It's one of those things that just like the original God of War, uh, you know, when you have a young child coming of age, more or less, and having to grow as the, cause that's part of the character arcs, right? They're learning how to adapt to each other. Cause very, it's very similar in those respects. Like old man stuck with new kid, yeah. uh, you know, like they kid acts like a kid old man acts like an old man eventually old man warms up to kid and at one point kid will be a super brat and then all of a sudden realize oh really i like this old person you know it's just kind of that is that is how those things play out yeah. uh but she wasn't bad uh i mean she you know they had those you know the the random jokes you can have her read the entire time uh and they all have of that them were yeah, pretty show. Yeah, all of them were pretty dumb except for like one of them, like one or two at the end, where it's just like, ha. And even even Joel's character like laughs. He's like, I hadn't heard of that one, you know. It's just, uh, I remember laughing out loud at that particular joke too. So it was just, you know, but it was uh, charming. I mean, so I, okay. it was one of my favorite games when it came out, and it's most definitely, you know, it was one of those things I like, dude. This is this is as close as like, you know, film, but also as you know arguably like any awards that it wins like it deserves them all yeah so i think it pretty you know, much and then, was a lot yeah of... they got a good adaptation from what i've heard I've, i have not seen a single episode of this new one i just know that um you know they go way more in depth on bill than they do in the actual uh game uh, uh episode episode three yeah. uh so which is which is fine uh you know i just you know they don't give much of a backstory and then they it's very it's very much just like alluded to certain things at the, and it's like at the very end and then you're like once you realize like oh you can kind of piece some things together and you're like okay that makes sense um but other than that it's just like they they skirt the topic but that's also you was it when did that game come out and they didn't they couldn't be more bold with with things back then i mean it I, was like it, it wasn't that long ago it was like 10 years ago right i mean i remember being in japan and it it being released or sometime around then it had already been released. And I, Cause I remember, I remember wanting to play it um, 11, 12, but the earliest I would think maybe 13. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just looking at something now because it's yeah. currently trying to course anything I pull up immediately is going for, for the show, the, uh, the show now. Cause that's well, the current, you, know, and, you know, and it's, it's, it's good. 2013. Like, 2013. I was going to say, I felt like it's 2013. Um, but I was like, maybe it was like 11 and I was just, you know, way behind here. But, uh, yeah, so, so it's been out for 10 years. Um, in 2013, there was plenty of gay rights stuff going on. Uh, yeah, but you, there wasn't to be blunt and open was not the thing. It wasn't until, uh, the DLC that, you know, controversy behind Ellie came about, you know, and, it was, you know, but that that's just how kind of it was back then. They couldn't I, just make things more obvious. I uh, don't, I guess so. I, I just don't, I mean, I guess I'm just looking at it through the, through the lens of 2023. Um, but I feel like everything after about, about 08, 09, um, 
everything was just like, well, it's all, it's all out there, but, uh, but maybe you're right. Maybe they just felt like they didn't want to, they didn't want to lead. They, they were, they were trying to put a new game out and they didn't want that getting in the way of, of what they were trying to make, but they just had some stuff in there. But yeah, anyway, it's, um, it's a well-made show. Everybody, all the acting is good. They, they do have some, some decent action kind of few and far between, but you don't really mind because the story is, is carrying it through pretty well. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty impressed. Um, I know HBO has been looking for a new flagship show for a while. Uh, people kind of liked and then didn't like, and then kind of like again, Westworld. I bounced off of Westworld. That was supposed to be their new flagship show. I didn't think it was very good. I thought that was okay, but it, 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 I could see that it wasn't going anywhere to me. But this show seems like I've heard that that with this show they're going to do the first season be the first game, second season be the second game, and then that's it. And they're not going to do any more. Um, but this show, I don't know how well it's doing overall. But to me, this show seems good enough that it could have been their flagship show uh, that they would spread out over five seasons. But you know, I guess they don't really want to do that. And honestly, I'm kind of glad. Um, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, they should they shouldn't milk it for sure. They, I mean, just, uh, especially when the source material is as short as it is. Um, you know, if you're doing, then you have to do the spinoff like The Walking Dead, right? Where it's just you know, it's other stuff done in the same universe, but it's a different you know. Yeah, it could, those- you're right. It could get gross fast. Um, but uh, I'm enjoying it. Can't wait to. I think it's. Episode six just came out, so there'll probably be about ten episodes. I don't know how many they actually have, but probably around that number. And uh, then um, we shall, and then uh, that that'll be the end of that. But I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, it's really good. Did you uh, uh have you seen the SNL uh skit where they did the the Last of Us you know creators doing uh Mario Kart? No, but I think I heard a tiny bit that this happened i sent it to you but okay yeah for sure it is totally worth watching like just now uh, or before I can't... no i sent it to you before oh sorry uh, I, I missed it yeah no i do remember uh, that i do remember this yes you sent it to me that was super hilarious yeah that was pretty freaking good <laughs> i know it's it was it was brilliantly done so for anyone who hasn't seen it look up um mario kart snl skit uh and they do a very good job of uh, I'm pretty sure it's the because it's Pedro the is in lead. that, isn't he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's a special guest for that ep- for that episode of SNL, but Dude, that was yeah, he's really in the, he's in that bit, and uh, yeah, I don't know, it's just they do a really good job making fun of The Last of Us and Mario Kart at the same time. Uh, the production value for that trailer that like that skit was really high too. I felt for an SNL bit. Dude, they um, went all out. That looked real. That looked like a like a YouTube short from. Uh, college humor or funny or die or something but yeah for sure that was that was good yeah um yeah so it's a good show if you didn't know <laughs> i guess then you've been living under a rock um but uh yeah that's that's pretty much uh, there's another thing i've been watching but i'll probably save that for next time when i've i've finished that and uh yeah all right well uh you know thanks for uh yeah thanks for joining me nick uh and for all those who have stuck around, thank you for you know listening to us. Uh, this has been you know another dead pixel, 
And I guess until next time, you know, take it easy. I guess. Bye.